Hey, and welcome to the Meditations and Musings podcast. I'm Elena Lipson. I'm a mama, I'm a wife, and I'm the founder of the Divine Self-Care Circle membership and the Virtual Retreat Academy. I don't believe that you have to sacrifice your body, your health, or your family in order to create true abundance and prosperity. I believe in living based on the divine feminine metrics of success, and these include pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. Each week, I'll bring you one to two new episodes. One of these will be a guided meditation that you don't have to do on the meditation pillow, and the other will be a conversation to help you access your inner wisdom, to ignite abundance, and inspire others to do the same. I invite you to join me on this journey back to the magic of a divinely aligned and well-cared-for you. And now, join me for today's episode. Welcome back to the Meditations and Musings podcast. This is Elena Lipson, your self-care coach and your inner work mentor. So I actually had a different episode planned for you today, all about the power of breath and how it can bring you back to your mind and your body. Um, instead, I'm going to share with you something that happened this morning, and then it happened again this afternoon. So I took that as a sign from the universe that we need to talk about this today. I'll still record the episode about breath and uh, probably in the next week or so. So you'll still have that as a resource. But today I want to talk about resentment, blame, shame, guilt, all the things that we feel when we forget how much power we have over our own choices and agency. And when we get into this weird relationship with those around us, I say weird because it feels weird. It feels weird to be disconnected from those we love, our partners, our friends, our family, our children, right? So let me start with the story and then we'll kind of, you know, reverse engineer backwards into what I want to suggest you do when you start feeling resentment towards others. So first of all, um, let me start with this quote and then I'll tell you the story. Resentment is born from not meeting your own needs. This is a quote that my friend Heather said when we were on retreat many years ago, not many, many years ago, maybe like four years ago. I don't know. I'm in a time warp, so I don't know when it was. Um, But my friend Heather, who is an amazing podcaster herself, the legal warrior, you can check her out. And we were on this self-care retreat together. And this is something she said that was super brilliant. And it's always stuck in my head because the truth of it just is so obvious. Resentment is born from not meeting your own needs. But I'm going to take that a little further. Resentment is born when you do something for someone else that you really don't want to do, but it's kind of the right thing to do. (laughs) So let me start with what happened this morning. Um, I woke up this morning and I have my little list of all the things I need to do, want to do for myself, meditate, journal, dance, um, go for a walk, walk the dog, listen to my inspirational podcast, all the stuff that I do. Um, But I also a mom. So my son, who's in his first year of high school, uh, starts class around 8.30. And so like, and he's pretty much sitting at his computer from 8.30 to 12.50 with little tiny breaks of 10 minutes in between. So he doesn't really have enough time to make himself a meal or like walk the dog. So 
that's kind of on me unless my husband's home and he works a weird schedule. So usually it's like the mornings are sort of on me, um, which already like you can sort of hear like it's my responsibility. Right? So now I'm all about empowering our children and partners to do for themselves. And so I definitely do that. But when my son is sitting and having, you know, school for hours at a time, he can't really like super feed himself things that he wants. So I woke up this morning and I did my workout. I did my yoga and my meditation. I did my journaling. I even did my dancing and my son is already up and he was already at a screen and he wakes up like pretty much right before class starts. So, and he's usually not super hungry first thing in the morning. So he's hungry like a little later. So I end up like after I walk the dog, I usually feed the dog. Then I feed my son. And usually it's something pretty quick, like waffles or a toasted bagel with some cream cheese. He hasn't really wanted any eggs recently. So it's usually something simple, but, and then I like, I'll go take my shower and I'll come back and I'll have my breakfast later. Like I just usually I'm not that hungry first thing in the morning. So today he asked for something he knew we had in the freezer. It's called pilmeni. It's like these Russian little like dough filled with meat. Okay. So it's a really yummy Russian, usually dinner or lunch, but he wanted it for breakfast. And First, I'm like, oh, like I said, well, why don't you just have it for lunch? Like, I'll make you a bagel and cream cheese. He's like, I haven't had so many bagels and cream cheese. Like, I really just want something warm because he was cold. <laughs> uh, so in that moment, I'm like, okay, hmm. well, I still have to go walk this dog again. And I have to like, so I started already in my mind sort of deciding that it was too much. And then I thought like, okay, he's, you know, he's, he's working hard. He's getting all A's like he's doing good work. And like, why wouldn't I make him a yummy breakfast? So, and I knew that my first call of the day was not even until 1130, but I had some like stuff I needed to get done in my work. And so I just knew like, okay, well, if I do this, then I'm going to have to um, start my work a little later. And then my son walks our neighbor's dog, but he, at 1030, if he, if they ask him to do it at 10 30 usually he can't do it so i offer to do it because i love being outside but today is like raining and i had work to do so these two things happened this morning like i committed to walking the dog for my son and i offered i, I said yes i would make him these pilmeni, which takes a lot longer than just like a toasted bagel and in the middle of doing each of those things and i was i walked the dog first i think i can't remember the order i did it but i, I noticed myself in those two activities I started going to that place of like, oh, I need to go get my work done. I can't believe I'm doing this right now. Like, this isn't worth my time. Like, I just started going to that place of resentment. And then I caught myself. It's like, wait a minute. Hold on. Like, I caught myself. This is the inner work, right? This is like in the moment, real time, doing the inner work. I caught myself saying, listen, you might be starting to feel resentment because you know you have stuff to do. But the honest truth is you said yes to making the pilmeni and you said yes to walking the dog for him. You offered. He didn't ask, like beg. I offered because I love walking their dog. It's and usually like I love taking an extra walk, no problem. But, you know, the, the addition of the pilmeni is what threw it off. <laughs> but I said yes to it. Like, it's not like he forced me. He didn't give me a guilt trip. I could have just been like, nope, you're getting this now. And I'll make this later after, you know, I do my work. So I stopped myself in that moment. I realized like, okay, I chose this. So just take a deep breath, be present, do it with love. 
and then move on. Like, even if I start my work a half hour later or an hour later, even like that's my choice. I get to do it. It's the freedom of being an entrepreneur, right? So that's the first situation. The next situation happened around 2 p.m. And it was a lesson that I passed on to my husband. So after my son finishes school, which is around 1250, he usually will like step away from his computer because he's been sitting there for a long time and he'll just lay on the couch and play a video game on his phone, usually for like 30 minutes to an hour. And at first it used to really bug me because it would mean that he would get his homework done a lot later, sometimes into the dark hours, right? But then I realized like, wait a minute, like, he's like, why does this bother you, mom? <laughs> I realized I'm like, oh, that's a really good question. Like, you know, you're not asking me to not have dinner now. Like there was nothing that he was asking me to do. He, he's like, I don't mind doing my homework later. I don't, I like, I like having the break in the middle of the day. And so I thought, oh, it's just my own story about getting your work done and then playing afterwards that he was triggering for me. And I realized like, okay, I need to just be okay with it. As long as he gets his stuff done, why do I care so much about when and you know how it get like the time that it gets done, as long as it gets done, he has good grades, he does his work, he shows up to class. Like this is just his way of doing it. And I'm big on teaching, doing it your way, right? So why am I getting angry with him about doing it later? It was just triggering me, right? So my son was laying there for about an hour and he had to walk the neighbor's dog again. And my husband was taking him to go work out with him. And um, basically my son was like, just, you know, <laughs> making it take a lot longer, which teenagers will do. And he started getting into it with him. Like my, my husband was like, you know, why are you being so lazy? You got to get up and do your stuff. We're going to go to the gym. And then they started like sort of got into it. And I'm like, you guys just need to both relax. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of my role. Like I just, I'm the peacekeeper, right? So finally my son goes and walks the dog and it's just my husband and I sitting there and I'm like, look, you know, can I just share with you like what happened to me this morning? Because I think it's relevant to what you're experiencing right now. And he's like, sure, because we, you know, we, we learn from each other and we teach each other and we are open to that kind of conversation. And that's a big part of why our family works really well, because we, we all know we're, we're like not perfect and we're, you know, we learn from each other. So I said, look, you, I said, I told him, I said, this happened to me this morning where I chose to make him this like extra long breakfast and walk the dog for him. And, but I chose those things. So I basically, I told us, told him the story. I just told you, so I'm not going to retell it. And I said, you know, you could have gone to the gym an hour ago, even an hour and a half ago. And you did not have to wait for him. He wasn't asking you to wait for him. That's something you wanted. You had this vision of you and him working out today together and he had a different vision. So instead of like just going by yourself, you, you know, got into an argument with him and called him lazy, but this is like his choice. Why are you so angry with him? Right. When you were 15, like how, how were you in doing everything your parents said? Like, I basically just gave him this sort of reflection on perspective. He's like, yeah, you're right. And I said, so when he comes back from walking the dog, you have a choice. You can continue giving him a hard time and getting to another argument. And then you'll have this like ruined afternoon, or you can just decide like, okay, well, it's an hour later, no big deal. We didn't have any plans. Like, it's just not a big deal. Like what's more important right now, the relationship or being right in this argument or name calling or whatever. He's like, you know what? You're right. And I said, so why don't you just enjoy your time with him? Like I did decided, like I decided to. <laughs> And they totally did. They had a really good time. So 
this really made me think about how often we say yes to doing something because we love the person and we like we want to and there's a part of us that you know feels really bad saying no but the outcome is worse for the relationship than if you had just said no honestly in the first place right this is all about speaking up speaking your truth being honest and saying no when you mean no so that your yeses can be enthusiastic and loving and honest So I want to invite you just to reflect on the story a little bit. I'm sure you recognize yourself in some aspect of it because we do these things every day in small ways and big ways. We, you know, in fact, I mean, I've said this on the podcast before, if you've been here for a while, I love it when I have a friend that says no to me when I ask them for something (laughs) and here's why it tells me that they are authentic. Like it might hurt in the moment, like, oh, you don't want to help me or whatever. But honestly, I really feel like, okay, this is a real honest relationship where they don't feel like they have to say yes out of some form of obligation. So that when they do say yes, I know it's because they want to, they really want to, right? So Otherwise, if you continue saying yes to things, even like even to those closest to you, because I love my son and I love, you know, cooking for him and my family. But in that moment, like I could have just said no, but then I said yes, because part of me did want to feed him and wanted to help him warm up. He was cold and hungry, you know, Um, but then I did like I started getting into that little loop of like, oh, this thing's so long, (laughs) you know, why you should just make breakfast himself. And honestly, like, I love feeding him. I know he's, you know, he's a teenager and he's going to be off and out in the world soon enough. And I'm really enjoying the time that I have with him here. So if I choose to do something for him, I want to honestly, like, I want to do it out of love. I want to do it out of a sense of joy. I don't want to do it out of a sense of resentment or obligation. And so I don't. And when I, you know, when I say no to something, it's, it might be annoying to him. That's fine. But it's because, and there are days I'm like, you know what? (laughs) Like I haven't even had breakfast yet. I'm going to go take care of myself. And I'm going to come back down and make you breakfast. If you want something now, you're going to have to go and grab some waffles. And I do say that. And he does it like no problem. He has no problem doing that because that's how I raised him. And there are times where like, whether it's out of guilt or obligation, I do say yes, but I didn't hundred percent mean it. And that is exactly where that sense of resentment and inner guilt starts going. And I start getting all like testy and frustrated and irritable. And I don't want to be that kind of mom. I want to be present and playful. And especially at this age, I I truly believe this. Like I believe that the relationship that he has with me is going to inform a lot of his relationship with the person he chooses to spend his life with in the future. So I'm very like, it feels like a lot of pressure sometimes, but it's really not because the more I can stay honest and open and communicative and hold my boundaries when I have them and be like, you know, a human being and his mom and a woman and all the things I am, then he gets to see not just someone sacrificing themselves all the time and then feeling like, you know, whatever, resentful, um, then I think he'll really learn from that. And of course there's times that I do things I don't want to listen. I don't always want to fold the laundry and do the dishes and clean the kitchen. Like, you know, but we do those things, right. But we can choose the spirit and the source 
of our actions. And so this morning, I thank goodness I do this inner work in all areas of my life so that I was able to pause on the loop of personal, like inner storyteller that I started to have and say, look, you chose this. So do it with love or don't do it at all, right? Do it with love or don't do it at all. That is the message I want you to take with yourself today, with you, wherever you go, whatever you're doing next. And that goes, to be honest, that goes for things you do for yourself as well. Do it with love or don't do it at all. And I think you'll find that it'll be very easy to start to tease out the things that you don't want to do, which then invites you into the next phase of this inner work, which is learning to say, no, I'm not doing that right now. (laughs) Or yes, and I'll do it later. Yes, but not now. Like starting to discern that conversation within yourself is really powerful and it pulls your energy back to you. It empowers you, your voice and your presence. And then people around you don't have to wonder how you're gonna show up. They don't have to wonder like, oh, well, she's doing this for me, but then is there gonna be a guilt trip afterwards, right? Like we've all done that. I know I've done, I've like been tempted to do that. I do it much, much, much less. I'm sure I've done it before. Like, oh, you know, <laughs> like you play the martyr role and that's, listen, it's normal. Like we're human, we're learning, okay? But we need to stop being a jerk to ourselves and to others. And we start by really owning, like, I don't wanna do this. And so I'm not going to, and you're going to do it for yourself, or you're going to make a different choice. It's a really empowered, sovereign place to be a mother, to be an entrepreneur, to be a partner, to be a friend, and learn to manage that inner dialogue that you're having. It's a daily practice. That's why I've been teaching self-care for, oh my gosh, almost a decade now. And honestly, even more than that, like my very first newsletter that I wrote when I was a coach starting out in my early 20s was called Extreme Self-Care, 10 Steps to Extreme (laughs) Self-Care. Like That's what I was even thinking about back then when I was a business and leadership coach, teaching people to, you know, make business plans. I still knew, I felt it in, in my heart that to take care of others and business and money in the world, we need to take care of ourselves. So do it with love or don't do it at all. And then start to really hone in on that inner intuitive inner compass and ask yourself, is this something I really want to do? And if the answer is yes, then do it with love or don't do it at all. But if the answer is no, then be brave enough, be honest enough to say, no, that's not going to work right now. What's the alternative? And come up with an alternative or do it later or don't do it at all. (sighs) I know this inner work can be a little messy, but that's okay because life is messy and that's perfect. It's how it should be, right? Okay, my friends, thank you for listening to my story. And if you want to go deeper and wider and higher in the inner work, Then as always, if you're ready to start that journey, you can come on inside the Divine Self-Care Circle. And if you're listening to this before 2021, January, then you can still access the 2020 pricing 
pricing is going up in 2021. And you can join us for our two live group calls. You can join us for our weekly lives in the Facebook where I read you tarot cards and have conversations, where we do monthly challenges. It's like a really fun group. We've been together for six years and a lot of the women inside have been there from the very beginning. This isn't just a program, it's not just content, it's a community of women who are supporting each other, collaborating, connecting, and loving each other. To be quite honest, I love my ladies and I hope you decide to step inside. And if you wanna start on your self-care journey in a different way, head over to the show notes and you can grab my free magic morning practice and start starting your morning with your own self and wellness in mind. That is the first step in showing up for others is showing up for yourself first. Okay, I am going to go now. <laughs> I need some water and I'm going to go take a walk. And yes, my son and my husband are working out. So it all ended really well. <laughs> all right. Thank you for being here. I'll see you on the next episode of the Meditations and Musings podcast. Go take care of yourself. And yeah, I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening and learning about the new divine self-care way of being in your life, business, and the bedroom based on the divine feminine metrics of success, pleasure, play, ease, grace, and a slower pace. If you're ready to bust the myth of overwhelm and tap into an inspired start to each day, I've put together a free video series for you to help you start each day with energy, inspiration, and ignite that inner pilot light which attracts joy, magic, and synchronicity. You can access my three-step magic morning practice to help you ignite your inner light and attract the abundance that you're craving. Head on over to elanalipson.com forward slash gift. And if you enjoyed this episode, I would so love if you share it with a friend, a sister, a mother, a daughter, and please leave a review. That is how the magic starts to ripple out. Here's wishing you a day full of beauty, magic, and divine self-care. I'll see you next time at the Meditations and Musings podcast.